podcasters, welcome back. This is Kristen, your host to More Than Rich, shining a light on your financial underwear drawer. And today we are talking all about taxes. And tax time is right around the corner. I guess that if COVID-19 brought us anything good, it was a small reprieve on tax filing time from our normal April 15th time to July 15th. So Wednesday, July 15th is deadline, everyone. That, again, could change. We don't know. Right now, everybody is pointing in the direction that that is a solid date. But like everything that is uncertain, that could be too. So we are discussing today values and taxes, physical evidence behind that, and why you should integrate your accountant with your financial planner. Back with us today is Roy Carlson, president of Carlson Financial Services. Roy, how are taxes part of the underwear drawer? (laughs) Hey, Kristen, in many ways, taxes are the most hidden in revealing lingerie in the underwear drawer. (laughs) What do you mean by that? (laughs) Well, your tax return, your filing strategy, and your tax planning expose your income, your investments and the results of your investments, uh, whether your business is gaining or losing, whether you own real estate, what are you depreciating, and even your deductions, which include how many children or dependents you have, whether you're investing in a qualified plan, and your giving. It's an area of your life that you kind of can't fake. So it sounds like values are a part of this entire tax situation. No question about it. You've heard me say otherwise. It's one of the things that you really can't fudge. It's physical evidence of your faith and your values. When I think of independent financial firms, I don't necessarily think about tax consulting, tax services, tax direction and values. Does Carlson Financial Services LLC dabble in this area? Is this part of the whole structure? Great question, but first a word from our compliance department. (laughs) No tax advice is being given. Please consult your accountant or tax advisor prior to taking any action. What you might remember earlier, we talked a little bit about my wife, but my wife uh, is an accountant and was an auditor uh, for a big six firm in Miami and then worked for a tax firm before she joined Carlson Financial Services over 20 years. When she was working as a tax professional, One of the things that we noticed was the way most people, most clients used an accountant was for filing, meaning that they prepared all of their information in a shoebox or however they kept their records, and they brought it to the accountant. And if the accountant was a good accountant, they knew the law well enough so that they were finding deductions and filing in a way that, especially in complex cases, you couldn't do without. But at the same time, we also noticed that most clients were not working with an accountant or their financial advisor to figure out how over the term of years they could overall lower their tax burden and have both tax flexibility and efficiency. Wow. Okay. So I didn't even know that. I mean, as I would assume most people do not, right? Because we use accountants for tax filing, which is such a broad and general term. 
and don't really pull them into our independent financial advisors. So knowing this now, in our COVID-19 world, what changes are happening in the, the tax law that we should be aware of? Well, certainly far more than in the amount of time we're going to spend today that we can itemize. The good news is we're going to have on our program a guest, Kevin Bassett of Bassett and Associates, and he has been holding regular meetings with his clients on how each of the developments translates to the individual situation. You mentioned earlier that the integration of tax planning strategies between advisors and their accountants And I just want to point out, and we'll spend more time on this with Kevin, that that can be the single most powerful strategy that you use in affecting how much of what you've worked very hard for is available to you both in current years and future years. So Roy, that's a super key statement. And I just want to repeat what you said for our listeners. The single most powerful planning strategy that anyone can undertake is involving their tax person, their tax consultant, along with their independent financial advisor. Yeah, integration of this cannot be understated in terms of its importance. And the reason is that no one has a crystal ball to tell us what tax strategies are going to look like or what tax law is going to look like 5, 10, 15, 20 years and beyond. But yet when we do financial planning, we're looking that far down the road. And so when we involve both strategies today that are going to lower our tax burden without denying the importance of remaining and having flexibility for taxes down the road, then it gives us the opportunity to react to a changing tax environment and not be in a position where we've been cornered based on changes in politics and economic strategy in this country. So if we're reacting to these changing tax structures, to me, that kind of sounds like tax control. What does that mean? Tax control is taking a look at the three fundamental ways that you're, from a tax perspective, able to save money. So when we see advertisements, usually they're for one section of this, and they spend most of their time telling us, why that's the only way to go. But the truth is, in each one of these three areas, there's both benefits and trade-offs. For example, the first key area that we look at here is on a pre-tax basis. So this would be the investment in qualified plans or IRAs or 403Bs, and they have distinct advantages, which include that you invest on a pre-tax basis. What that means is if you would have gotten that money in your paycheck and you were in the 25% marginal tax bracket, you would have only received 75% of it. But when you put that into your retirement plan on a pre-tax basis, the entire dollar goes in. Beyond that, once the money is in that plan, it grows tax deferred. So we're not going to pay any taxes on that until the money comes out. Additional advantages may include matching from an employer. It also may include non-matching contributions where an employer simply puts money into this plan. So there's significant advantages from a tax perspective and otherwise for putting money in here. Here's the downside. Uh, Number one, you're giving up liquidity. 
So this is money that needs to stay in an account like that up until age 59 and a half, otherwise you're really penalized. Yes, you can take a loan from many of these programs, however, the cost is extremely high on the opportunity cost side. The bigger issue, however, is that when you begin to draw money out of this plan at 59 and a half or later, every dollar that you withdraw looks to the IRS just like you earned it in a paycheck. And while in retirement, as your income, that may function fine, the trouble comes when you need a lump sum to purchase a car or other issues. Some other problematic parts of, of doing the pre-tax investing are they don't really transfer well beyond to your wife for future generations. As a matter of fact, statistics say that that account won't last very long, about two and a half years, because the inheritor doesn't also inherit the cost it took to put the money into the plan. In addition to that, we're required to make a, a minimum distribution from these type of plans now with change in tax law at age 72. And so because of that, if we've got a, a tremendous dollar amount in there, it kind of puts us in a position where we're automatically going to be in a higher tax bracket. Another choice would be to do this on an after-tax basis. So the second part of the tax control triangle is after-tax money. So think about that as the money that actually goes into your bank from your paycheck. Uh, this is the money that you would use for your cash reserve. It has great flexibility. You can put these dollars where you want, when you want, take it back as you'd like, choose any type of different investment. However, you're going to pay taxes on it as it grows. So if it generates any income, it's considered ordinary income for that tax filing year. If you're generating any capital gains through the sale of assets, then you'll also pay capital gains taxes on it. But it, it gives you the maximum flexibility with the hamstringing being that you got to pay as you go from a tax perspective. The third area is tax advantage. So this would include specific items like specially designed life insurance, non-qualified annuities, Roth IRAs, real estate municipal bonds, and each one of these are treated differently from a tax perspective and have their own pluses and minuses. But I think the most important thing to grasp from this is just as we look at portfolio diversification and asset allocation, we need to do likewise from a tax perspective because each of these three areas have pluses and minuses that reward us with flexibility in how we respond to an ever-changing tax environment. So as part of our process, and you can see this tax control triangle at our website at carlsonfinancialservices.com, what we look at is given your circumstances, of these three areas, where is it that you have the dollars allocated now, and what can be the goal for that? Wow, that is a lot of information to digest with the tax control triangle. So we're going to pause and leave you, our valued listeners, with all of that wonderful information to digest and to think about. And next week we will be doing a, another deep dive into all things finance. Thanks for joining us. This is Kristen, your host with More Than Rich, shining a light on your financial underwear drawer. And remember, if you need any other information, 
from Carlson Financial Services, LLC. You can go straight to their website at www.carlsonfinancialservices.com and click on their link to send a direct email. Thanks so much. Investment advisory services offered by duly registered individuals on behalf of Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Creative One Wealth LLC and Carlson Financial Services LLC are unaffiliated entities. Insurance products and services are offered through Carlson Financial Services LLC. The presence of this podcast shall in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell investment advisory services to any residents of any state other than the state of North Carolina or where otherwise legally permitted. Carlson Financial Services LLC and Roy Carlson is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal, tax or investment advice.